Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Touching Them All podcast. I don't remember what episode this is. However, we are back in business today, folks. On today's episode, we talk about Russell Westbrook versus James Harden, the MVP discussion, the be all in all. We discuss... Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s retirement. We also will be talking IUBB recruiting today, and we will also be discussing the final wrappings up of the NFL draft that just took place this past week. Also, I heard a story about Jay Cutler recently that said that he can still go as an elite quarterback. And I'm going to start the show by saying, Jay Cutler, you were never an elite quarterback. Uh, Rex Grossman took the Bears to the Super Bowl, and... People were saying that you were way better than him, but however, you are not. And I'm sorry that I had to break this news to you, but I don't think you're going to get another job in the NFL. I'm not even a Bears fan. This isn't personal. I mean, I don't really care about the Bears at all. But speaking of the Bears, let's talk about the draft. So we'll start with the NFL draft. The Bears took Mitchell Trubisky with the number two overall pick. They had the third pick. They traded up for the second pick from the 49ers. And the 49ers then ended up telling them, oh, by the way, we thought you were going to take the guy that we ended up taking ourselves at third. So thanks for the three extra draft picks you threw in for a quarterback that you could have had with a third pick in the draft. Now, I'm not a genius or anything, and rocket science was not my major in college. However, you think the Bears front office would have been smart enough to know this before they traded away three draft picks for a quarterback that played one season in North Carolina. And let's be honest, North Carolina is not really breeding ground for an NFL quarterback. I just, I don't know. Uh, the Texans got a steal taking uh, Deshaun Watson at number, I think it was 12 or 13. The fact that he got taken that low and Trubisky got taken with a number two overall pick just blows my mind. Honestly, the Bears might be the new Browns, and I'm a Steelers fan, so I know all about the Browns. The Browns had a great draft. I'm just going to throw that out there. Jabril Peppers, Miles Garrett, both in the first round. They had another first rounder. I don't remember who it is right now, second off the top of my head. I'd have to do some research on that, but... The fact of the matter is, Chicago, what what are you doing? You're, you're in a division with the Packers, who are going to be good. The Lions, who... let's This Lions team is far from the 0-16 Lions team from like 2008. And the Minnesota Vikings, who... They're going to be moving into a new stadium. They don't have Adrian Peterson anymore. However, they may have drafted his replacement with Dalvin Cook, I think it was. I just fact-checked myself, and yes, 41st overall in the draft, they took Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook should have been a first-round running back, if I'm giving my own two cents. I think he should have went before McCaffrey, after Fournette. 
So he could have went anywhere between four and eight. Um, I I don't know why he slipped as far as he did. He didn't do anything like Winston did with like crab legs or being accused of committing a very, very bad crime that I'm not going to say on this podcast. But the Vikings got a first-round talent in the second round, and that is really good for them. Um, the Patriots, of course, as normal, they take anybody and they turn him into superstars. The Patriots could take your hometown rapper and turn him into a all-pro wide receiver. I'm serious. I don't like the Patriots, obviously, because they beat my team every year. But it is what it is. I think staying in that division, I think the Jets took the best player in the draft with a sixth pick. How the best player in the draft slides all the way down to number six, I don't know. But I think Jamal Adams will be the best player that was in this draft. I think he will be a... I think he'll be a Hall of Famer. You heard it here first. His dad played in the pros. They had a little bet going. His dad was taken 19th overall, I think, in the first round. Jamal said, by the way, I'm going to go number six to the Jets. Jets fans, you should be happy because that is a steal for you guys. Um, I know the Steelers took uh, J.J. Watt's brother in the first round. Hopefully that's not what he's remembered as as his career progresses because that would be sad for him and for me as a Steelers fan. I like the USC wide receiver with the in the second round. That's, the Steelers could take anybody and turn them into an all-pro wide receiver as well. Their receivers coaches are some of the best in the game. I don't remember the guy. The guy has such a weird name that with a hyphen in it and I kind of have a phobia of hyphenized names because they're weird so I don't even know and then they took that they took the cornerback in the third round I think the first three picks were good picks for the Steelers and then Josh Dobbs in the fourth I hope he ends up being Roethlisberger's replacement I really do because let's face it Landry Jones is a four-letter word that I can't say on this podcast because it is family-friendly and I'm actually kind of sad the Steelers released Zach Mettenberger because he played for LSU in college, and LSU is my favorite college football team. However, that's the nature of the business. All right, let's switch to uh, the Westbrook-Harden debate. Last night, the Rockets played the Spurs in game one of the quarterfinals, and oh my gosh, they blew them out of their own building. Now, I was on the Westbrook should be MVP train hard this year. The dude had a triple-double in half the games he played in. How is that possible in 2017? I don't know, but the guy's a superstar. He could, if he wants to stay in Oklahoma City, sign for the largest contract in NBA history. I don't know if that's a wise idea because I I love Oladipo, obviously, IUBB, but I, I I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, however, however, Harden, his defense, he's gotten act for his defense over his the course of his career, but he had a great year. And Mike D'Antoni, of all people, who is known for having lousy defenses, has Harden plays, but has Harden playing his best defense that he's ever played, and it kind of blows my mind. I'm a little taken back by it but if it works it works and I'm glad for him on the other side of things let's talk about how the Nets 
this really irked me. The Nets, the, they're the worst team in the league. They sit all their starters for the last game of the season. They keep the Miami Heat out of the playoffs. I don't know if it was on purpose or what. They probably would have lost that game with their starters in, let's be honest. However, it just kind of seemed like a shacked in a full move. And it's just, there's no place for that in the game. I'm glad that Adam Silver called him out for it because that's just, that's Bush League. That's all that that is. So, to recap the NBA, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Westbrook still for the MVP. However, James Harden is having a phenomenal playoff run. And I think the Rockets, if they can get by the Spurs, they might beat Golden State in seven. And then probably lose to the Cavs because LeBron has no real competition in the East. But I think it would be a fun series to watch, Harden versus LeBron. Harden probably wouldn't guard LeBron because even though he does play good defense now, he does not play that good of defense. But let's switch gears. Let's switch gears to uh, – let's switch – let's talk about IUBB. This is probably my favorite subject to podcast about because it's near and dear to my heart. I love this state. I love this basketball team. This basketball team is the state. You know, I, I, actually, I can't really say I love the state. I just love IU basketball. And Archie Miller, what he has done since he came in has been nothing short of amazing. He's going to lose OG to the draft. He's going to lose Thomas Bryant to the draft. He might lose JBJ and Robert Johnson to the draft. I think one of them comes back at least. Both of them probably do. Um, I think IU next year will finish in the top four in the Big Ten. I think they will make the tournament. They will probably go to the 32 or Sweet 16. But... I've been following this recruiting, and Archie Miller has offered more four- and five-star players in the last two weeks than I think I've ever seen Tom Crean offer the whole time he was there. It is crazy how when you're bringing a new coach and he gives the team a culture shock, how everything changes. Uh, I know Christian Wofford, who, 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 who's yours? He hit Wofford for the win. Dickie V going crazy on national television. That was a great night. And... His little brother's a five-star sophomore in high school. Tom Green hadn't even reached out to him. Why? He's better than his older brother that you reached out to, so why would you not reach out to him? It just it blows my mind. I'm, I'm not here to drag Tom Green through the mud because he did a lot for the program. He took over a program that nobody else wanted to take over, and he did build it back out of the cellar, but... I think Archie Miller takes us back to where we belong, which is in the blue bloods of college basketball. I think a home-and-home with Arizona will be nice for the program. Hopefully we can get Kentucky back on the schedule, and we can have our non-conference schedule go from like 300th to top 25 at least. I don't think that's too much to ask for a school like Indiana. You can't even fill the stadium for games against teams like, I don't even know, Warsaw Tech. That's not even real college, but you get my point. Nobody wants to come watch schools that you know you're going to route by 80 points because there's no fun in that. So our last topic for today, we're just going to touch on this briefly. I'm going to touch on Dale Earnhardt Jr., his retirement, just touching on it. I'll do a full in full podcast sometime later on. I'll have a special guest with me on that one. But you got to love the man. 
who was as humble as he was that won all of those most popular driver awards he's the modern day bill elliott is he a hall of famer am i if i'm being unbiased i would say he's on the fence he's only won 26 races i don't know if anyone else that's won less than that has gotten in i'd have to fact check that i'll i'll do that later on but i can't do that right now because i'm doing something i'm driving okay i'm driving and podcasting it happens sometimes but i just is he a hall of famer to me if you ask 75 percent they're gonna be biased and they're gonna say well yeah because he's their favorite driver and he won all those driver of the year awards if you ask me he could be we'll have to see how the rest of the season plays out but I know he shares the shop with the 48, and I don't understand how he had, hasn't won as much races as the 48. No, don't get me wrong. Jimmy Johnson is the greatest NASCAR driver in history. Sorry, Earnhardt fans. Sorry, Petty fans. Sorry, Gordon fans. I, I love Jeff Gordon. However, Jimmy Johnson drives a race car unlike anything I've ever seen. So that's going to wrap us up for today. Thank you for listening to the Touching Them All podcast with your host, Cameron Larmer. And I am happy to bring you content again. Uh, We'll get another episode out here within a week or two. You can follow me on iTunes and subscribe, and that would be great. So thank you for listening again. Without you guys, I wouldn't do this. I know I'm pretty lame, but this gets me through the days, and I know it gets some of you through the days too with your texts and your calls. So have a good one. I'm signing off, and go Hoosiers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.